Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Praying for Government Leaders. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today ready to hear from you, Father. We know that you have knowledge about everything. There's not an area that you don't know something about and know everything about, Father. So we come today hungry to learn from you about praying for our government leaders. We don't come with preconceived notions about how we should do it or what we should do. No, Father, we come here to listen to what you have to tell us, Father, and to apply it to our lives. We thank you for it. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about praying for government leaders. If we are being obedient in our Christian walk, we should all be praying for our government leaders, whether we voted for them or agree with them or don't agree with them. We are called to pray for them no matter what we think about their policies. Let's start today in 1 Timothy 2, verses 1 through 4 in the Amplified Bible, a call to prayer. 1. First of all, then, I urge that petitions, specific requests, prayers, intercessions, or prayers for others, and thanksgiving be offered on behalf of all people. 2. For kings and all who are in positions of high authority, so that we may live a peaceful and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. Folks, one of the reasons we want to pray for our leaders, notice in all positions of high authority, is so that we'll have a peaceful and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. Folks, we have to live with what our leaders put into place in our society, so we should all be praying for them. Three, this kind of praying is good and acceptable and pleasing in the sight of God, who wishes all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge and recognition of the divine truth. Folks, our greatest desire for everyone, including our leaders, is that they should be saved, coming to the knowledge and recognition of the divine truth. Because if they do that, then they're going to be good leaders because they're going to be hearing from the voice of God. If they're not following Jesus, they'll be listening to the God of this world, Satan. So our biggest desire, not only for our leaders, but for everyone, is that they should be saved. Now, 1 Timothy 2, verses 1 through 3 in the Passion Translation. Most of all, I'm writing to encourage you to pray with gratitude to God, pray for all men, with all forms of prayers and requests as you intercede with intense passion. Folks, you like that? Intense passion. Folks, we shouldn't just be praying a lukewarm, ho-hum prayer, maybe that we memorized. We should be praying with intense passion. Notice verse 2, And pray for every political leader and representative, so that we would be able to live tranquil, undisturbed lives as we worship the awe-inspiring God with pure hearts. Verse 3, it is pleasing to our Savior God to pray for them. My friends, it is pleasing for God when we pray for our leaders. We're all called to do that. Again, no matter how we feel about them and their policies, we should all be praying for our leaders. Romans 13, 1a in the Amplified. Be subject to government. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities. 
for there is no authority except from God granted by his permission and sanction. And those which exist have been put into place by God. My friends, authority, the office, not the people, are put in place by God. We have to pray not only for the people to listen to God, but because of the office. We're taught by God to respect, and this verse says to be subject to governing authorities. That doesn't mean we do ungodly things. But, for example, we have taxes, and that's a governing authority. We have to follow that, and it'd be ungodly to disobey taxes because we live in that land where the taxes are being paid. So there's certain things that are part of being subject to a government, and we're all called to be respectful of that governing authority. Second Chronicles 7.14 in the Amplified, And my people who are called by my name, Humble themselves and pray and seek, crave, require as a necessity my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. Folks, God wants to heal the land of every nation in this world and forgive the sins of those people. But notice the recipe. Those that are called by his name, whose name is that? Jesus will do what? Humble themselves and pray and seek and crave and require as a necessity the face of God and turn from their wicked ways. Then God will hear from heaven and forgive our sins and heal our land. Folks, God desires to do that. We should all be praying, not only for our leaders, but for our land that people will repent and he'll forgive our sins and heal our lands. Psalm twenty-two twenty-eight in the Amplified. For the kingship and the kingdom are the Lord's, and he rules over the nations. Proverbs 28, 2 in the Amplified. When a land does wrong, it has many princes. But when the ruler is a man of understanding and knowledge, its stability endures. My friends, one of the prayers for our leaders is that, Father, we pray that our men and women in leadership, our president, our senators, our Congress, are understanding and knowledgeable about your ways, Father. Ephesians 6, 12 in the Amplified, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness, in the heavenly, supernatural places. Folks, our ungodly leaders are deceived by Satan and his demons. We need to pray for the power to be broken in their lives and that they'll choose Jesus and see everything takes care of itself when we choose to serve Jesus. We're not to vote for personality or looks. We're to vote for godly leaders. Job 12, 23 through 25 in the Amplified. He makes nations great and he destroys them. He enlarges nations and leads them away captive. Folks, we must never forget that God can make our nation great or he can destroy our nation. If we serve him and are living for him and desire him, he'll make our nation great. And that's what's happened in America. We were founded on godly principles from the very beginning. 
And one of our prayers should be that we'll come back fully charged and ready to serve God like we were founded as a nation and get away from all the evil that's come in the last couple of decades into our nation where people try to take God out of everything we've done in America and return to those godly standards. Verse 24, he removes intelligence and understanding from the leaders of the people of the earth and makes them wander and move blindly in a pathless waste. 25, they grope in darkness without light and he makes them stagger like a drunken man. My friends, we don't want God to make our leaders stagger like a drunken man. We want to pray for our leaders to be strong in understanding and godly knowledge. Daniel 2, 20, verses 23 in the Amplified. Daniel answered, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and power belong to him. 21, it is he who changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and establishes kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and greater knowledge to those who have understanding. My friends, one of our prayers needs to be, Father, I pray that our president, our congressman, will come to Jesus. And if they don't, Father, I thank you that you remove them from office and replace them with godly people. Folks, one of the prayers we should have is that if our people don't turn to God, the wicked leaders that we have in certain areas of our government, that they be removed from office and replaced with godly people. Now, that doesn't replace our responsibility to pray that those people receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, and we can continue to pray that as they're out of office. But we live with these leaders in our country, and we should be praying for them to receive Jesus. But if they don't receive Jesus, that they be removed from office and replaced with godly people. Now, verse 22, it is he who reveals the profound and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells in him. 23, I thank you and praise you, O God of my fathers, for you have given me wisdom and power. Even now you have made known to me what we requested of you, for you have made known to us the solution to the king's matter. Another prayer for our My friends, another prayer for us should be, Father, thank you that you give our leaders the solution that you have to the matter, the godly solution to the matter, not the worldly solution, but thank you, Father, that our leaders have the godly solution to every matter. Now, 1 Peter 2.17 in the Amplified, show respect for all people, treat them honorably, love the brotherhood of believers, fear God and honor the king. Folks, we should show honor to leaders. We should show respect not only to the president and to the Senate and so on, but we should respect all people and treat them honorably and love people. Now, closing Titus 3, verses 1 and 2 in the Amplified, remind people to be subject to the rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready and willing to do good, Two, to slander or abuse no one, to be kind and conciliatory and gentle, showing unqualified consideration and courtesy toward everyone. Folks, as we pray for our leaders and everyone that we pray for, we need to remember we should be considerate and courteous towards everyone, to slander no one, and to be subject to our rulers. Father, we come to you today thankful, Father, for our country that we live in, Father, We choose to be a bright light in our country, to pray for our leaders, Father, that they come to Jesus if they don't know you. Father, 
to pray for their protection, for the wisdom that you'll give them, Father, knowing that you're merciful, that you love them as much as anybody you've created. And we pray for our leaders that don't know you to come to you, Father, to repent, to receive your mercy. We thank you for it, Father, in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.